Hey everybody, welcome to another Driven Hunter podcast brought to you by Mission Crossbows. Today we are in probably one of the coolest, most beautiful places in the world. This is our second podcast that we've done up here in the NWT at Canole Outfitters. Today we're joined with our good friend and our guide that put up with us for the last couple <laughs> weeks, Mr. Cole Schneider. Welcome, buddy. Thank you. We had a heck of a hunt, didn't oh, we? We worked pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we thought we'd we'd kind of do a post-hunt um, interview today just so we could bring you some of the highlights that normally it takes a year to get on the air, and this way we can kind of give you some, you know, sneak peeks of, of what happened at our hunt here. Um, we had a, like I said, it was a fun week. Uh, Nicole isn't here because uh, she had to head home a couple days early um, because Cashton was starting his first day of school. So she hunted the first part of the hunt, and then she boogied out of here, and then we got the harder part of the hunt, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> Definitely the harder part. We weren't uh, weren't killing them right by count. No. Um, That's for sure. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, my legs are, like, aching. Oh, I mean, we yeah, put my body's pretty smoked after that. Yeah, we, we did a lot of climbing this last week uh, for sheep. Unfortunately, my ram is not sitting here. This is not my ram, if you're watching the uh, video version. And if you're not watching the video version, you need to tune in on YouTube. <laughs> it's pretty cool just to see the scenery and uh, see the B-roll that we got. Uh, so if you're listening to the, the vid audio version, check out the video version of it. Um, but yeah, uh, the hunt started. Um, we flew up here. Uh, the end of August, and uh, now, what day is it? I've already oh. lost my days here. I have no idea. <laughs> day 10? Yeah. It's the 6th today? Yeah, it's the 6th of September. Um, we're on the 10th day of our hunt, and uh, when we got here, of course, Nicole was with, and w the first day we actually went on a little sheep expedition, and we went up, and we walked about six six miles from camp Yeah, here. right about that. We walked up a drainage actually from base camp um, and did not take the helicopter. And we're chasing a ram that we have some history with. He, is, he was a big ram. The last two years, I passed him up two years ago because he was young and Glenda really wanted me to not shoot him. And then, then I shot a really nice ram yeah. towards the end with Adam. And uh, it all came together. I actually came back twice to do that. Um, yeah, you got a lot of history with this sheep. <laughs> right. Oh. And then uh, last year, um, it was Nicole's turn to sheep hunt. Yeah. And she ended up shooting a really nice old ram. 12 Very similar years. to this one. Yeah. Just a cranker. He was a re oh. really dark sheep. He had yeah. a lot of gray on him. I mean, some people oh. consider it a fanon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's... Uh, Almost he's, a stone. He's like blue. Yeah, he was beautiful. Looks like a roan. But the, the sheep with him was the sheep that I passed up the first year. And then last year, he just was a smoker and cranked all the way around and dipped out. And I'm like, Glenda, if I can hunt that ram next year, I'll come back. And she's like, deal. So that's why we're here. And Yeah, we definitely ch worth chasing. Yeah, we, oh. we hunted up there in that <laughs> same area. And uh, it was just, it was a lot of work. And we never did ended up catching up with him but uh you know that's that's haunting right oh yeah i mean we were averaging right around 2,000 feet every day we were climbing yeah what, <laughs> what's the elevation here uh here we're uh we're like 40 45 here right 
and we were starting from about uh, 47 up there. You said we climbed 67. about yeah we well I said about two thousand feet a couple different days yeah. to, to the peak like the big day where we chased where we followed where they went up yep. that was just over two thousand that's crazy that's, <laughs> yeah and through boulders and shale to get to wake up and look out the tent and then know the first step you take is all uphill yeah <laughs> psychologically messes <laughs> you up oh my my like I said. Beginning, I mean, my legs and my feet are, are aching right now, but it was it was still. That's what makes the hunt memorable, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The lows make the high higher. Yeah, and w- really, we started off after that first day. Uh, we kind of regrouped and we're like, you know what? If Nicole's gonna, she had a caribou tag, and I did as well. And I'm like, if we're gonna get two caribou on the ground, we sh- should probably focus on them. So that's what we yeah. did. We uh, we t- Lee flew us out to a spot uh, they call Hope. Uh, big flat area and uh you can see a long ways there and i'd hunt that's where i shot my sheep two years ago is in that general vicinity and um you know we flew out there of course we uh camped overnight and then started hunting the following day and we started seeing caribou right right off the bat oh we got lucky like after we set up they just started coming over the ridge i know it's like towards camp and these the caribou are migrators up here. I mean, they, I mean, there's some locals, but they're they just move all the time. They're just kind of nomadic. Yeah, right? very sporadic. Like they're so hard to pattern because you never really know what they're gonna do. And you just never know the next day when you wake up and look out your tent what new caribou is gonna be in oh, front of you. Absolutely. At any point, you could step out and there's just one. Yeah. That you've never seen before. That would. That's what I like about you know caribou hunting up here. Um. So, like, uh, you know, the first day we, of course, we landed, put up the tents, and uh, that night, I remember, like, when we're just about ready to go to bed, you look up, and like, oh, here comes a big one, <laughs> and uh, you're like, we'd shoot that one. Yeah. And, of course, Nicole, um, being here a short period of time, is like, I'm, you know, I'm up first, so... Um, <laughs> We're like, yeah, that'd be a good bull to go after. So, well, we had him at 800 yards that night. Like, we got a really good look. You got and a good they look fed at down him that hill. Scope. Yep. Yeah. And he was rubbed out. He wasn't in velvet the anymore. The only one. Right. So, yeah, we uh, we decided to add that would be a good caribou the next morning to kind of go after. And uh, w- <laughs> Nicole and I were, <laughs> s- w- it was starting to get daylight the next morning, and we were woke up by Cole saying. Get up. <laughs> I can see him. He's right. stuff right now. He's at 450. Yeah. <laughs> he was, I mean, close to the tent, almost in shooting range. So we had to do a mad scramble. Just, you know, we didn't have time to get a coffee or nothing. And, like, <laughs> jumped out of the tent, got our stuff on, got Aaron, the cameraman, going. And um, we were off to the races across this big flat. <laughs> and kind of keeping the, you know, the the little drainages between us so we're kind of staying out of a view his view he kind of dropped over into a a creek bottom there and um we uh just put the stock on him and got up to you know what a couple hundred yards yeah we were 270 277 i think when we set up the first time you know what was cool and and i've never seen this before yeah is uh (laughs) when we were set up there on that first when we first seen him he was 
licking on a caribou shed. He full on had it in his mouth. He was flipping it up in the air. Like a dog. Yeah. Like I've <laughs> never seen him do. It's wild. That is cool. Cause you know, I mean, you know, unless you didn't have it on video, nobody would believe you. Oh, right? I wouldn't have believed you until I saw it. So, and, <laughs> and then we're, you know, still, um, like, you know what, let's try to get a little closer. So, um, he kind of went behind a bank there and got out of our view and we used the hill and we stocked up um, to what? what he was, uh, when we first saw him, he was right on 100. He was like 101. Oh, yeah, he was, he was pretty close. Yeah. So Nicole, she um, she got down on, on a knee and um, got ready and the uh, caribou just gave her a good, you know, shot. And uh, I was over there playing caribou with the shit on my head. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that before. <laughs> This guy is walking around <laughs> looking like a caribou carrying this shed antler, which there is shed antlers laying everywhere. Oh, littered. If yeah, if you're a shed fanatic, I mean, this is like, yeah, you'd die and go to heaven up here because <laughs> there's literally, like, everywhere you look, like a white shed antler laying Like every the 300 top. yards. It's crazy. So he, he just picks one up on the way to on, on the stock and, you know, like, oh, I'll just pretend I'm a caribou. And, you know, it worked. Because we got close, and uh, he just st- stood there kind of watching us. Yeah. And Nicole got down on the bog pod and and got steady and uh, let it eat and, I mean, drilled him. Then these things take some lead. I oh. mean, she shot him with the new Browning X-Bolt um, 6.5 Creedmoor uh, was the, uh, the round, and, um, I mean, it just hammered him and... He didn't. He didn't go anywhere. He didn't run off or oh, nothing. He, she put two into his front shoulder. Yep. And then he was down, and and of course, then the, the real work began. <laughs> so um, she was pretty pumped because um, it was a beautiful caribou, and we got over there, and of course, uh, you know, started quartering them up, and you gotta you basically you gotta cut them up right there. You don't haul them back to camp. We debone the meat right yeah. there, and. And put it in our, our tensing packs, and it was, it's a lot of work. And uh, you caped him off, and, and we just sat there and enjoyed the day. It was well, awesome. We, we had a really great vantage point from where we were sitting to see another caribou. Yeah, nice. was the other day. thing. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, it worked out really well. We couldn't have scripted that hunt much better that no, it morning. Was, it was sweet, <laughs> and how it all kind of unfolded. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, that, that first hunt went off just like textbook. And oh, and then Perfect. we carried the late, later on that day, you know, we loaded up and we had to carry, of course, the meat all the way back to, uh, to camp, which is, and we didn't carry it all the way to camp. We, <laughs> we dropped it a couple hundred yards shy of our camp because there's grizzly bears everywhere. Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe, um, how, uh, there's so many bears in this country, but you know, for those who don't know, in the Northwest Territories, you cannot shoot grizzlies. It's it's off limits here. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Um, so that's why you see a lot, and they're bold and uh, aggressive, right? Oh. And hungry. Definitely can be, yeah. Especially this time, this year, I heard, that, you know, you guys said that there was no berry crop, really, so they're extra hungry. Yeah. Well, you saw that hole when we were hiking back. Yeah. That hole that the bear dug. Oh, yeah. It, it must have been the size of this table. He's just throwing boulders out of there. Looking for a gopher. Yeah, eating gophers. I like how you said <laughs> that. Like, how would you like to dig that hole through all that rock just for a gopher? Yeah. Uh, a snack. <laughs> yeah, for one bite. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, 
So yeah, that was the end of day two, and uh, we had a caribou on the ground and kind of feeling a little less pressure because, you know, Nicole's tag was filled. So the next morning we woke up and uh, started course glassing again and seen some caribou, but nothing yeah. big. And I told I told Cole here, I said, listen, my, the, the caribou I'm going to shoot has to be bigger than Nicole's. <laughs> the bar's been set. Yeah. <laughs> and hers was nice, for sure. Nice tops and nice bezes and that stuff. That non-typical point. Yeah, that was cool. Um, so we started looking at these caribou. and Was it the second morning we saw the, the bears chasing them? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to mention that. Um, yeah, we're watching the caribou from camp, and there's a whole group of them that kind of come um, kind of where Nicole's was the day before, and uh, they're up on a kind of a side hill above camp, and we're, we're glassing them. And all of a sudden, Cole's like, there's something chasing those caribou because they kind of just ran up the hill quick. Oh, just straight, lined and, out. And uh, we were just getting ready to go for the day anyways and, and start our hiking and go and kind of check out a new area. And all of a sudden, like right below the caribou, <laughs> here comes two grizzlies. <laughs> and one was, I mean, they're both beautiful. Oh, Big blonde grizzlies. And one bears. was beautiful. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And... The darn caribou, <laughs> being caribou, yeah, took off kind of running downhill at them a little bit, and then those grizz, the chase was on. Oh, I I can't believe we didn't see one get hammered. I know it yeah. looked like those bears had them dead. Yeah, because they had them kind of cut off. Yeah, but those caribou wanted to go to the other side, get kind of a ditch in, or a big valley in between them. So yeah, they were headed to the other mountain, and uh, that, and then. <laughs> You know, obviously they didn't catch him because we saw the bears come back. And yeah, yeah. So that was that was pretty cool to see, but a little bit sketchy because we were camped there. Same thing. They're only seven hundred yards from our camp. We uh, got a pair of grizzlies. I know. And meat on the ground. Right, right. And the we smell before. like a caribou. Yeah. At that point. <laughs> so yeah. Um, after that, I mean, later that day, we we decided to hike up through a saddle, and of course, you know, it's a lot of walking and. We got up into a high vantage point, come around the other backside of the the mountain we're camped on, and uh, sat down and started glassing. And Cole's like, "Hey, you know what's that way across this big valley, um, out on the end of one of these ridges?" And there was like three caribou there, three bulls. Yeah, you spotted those ones because I was yeah. looking at the ones all down on the flat. I was going like, to give you credit on that. I know, I appreciate that, but <laughs> like to tell an accurate story, you <laughs> yeah. had them. Yeah, I, I spotted them over there. I'm like, I didn't know if they were shooters or not, but I could see they're pretty good-sized bulls. Well, the spot they were at, as soon as you said where they were, like, that's a bull caribou spot. Just natural, kind of way out of the A way. high, just a little tiny cut up high. They got a vantage. Kind of like a sheep spot. It was. Yeah. So we put the scope on him and started looking at him. He's like, yeah, man, that one's a cranker. He started like, making moose sounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's like, holy smokes, it, it, you know, we gotta, we gotta go after this caribou, and it's like, it's probably two miles? Mid, yeah, it's, it's mid-afternoon already. Yeah, yeah, it was. So he's like, let's go, and down across the valley we go, and uh, down through a real steep cut, and then you know, we had to do a vertical climb. We get all the way up to the top, and we're starting to get close to the, the caribou, that we're, where we think they are. And we crest the top, get our stuff ready with the camera and, and the gun off the pack and everything. And 
and come over the top and he's like, oh, they're running downhill. They must have smelled us. Yeah, because our, our wind was so good. We had that quartering yeah. wind coming over the top and when we got to the top, it was just every direction. There was no way you could. Yeah. And I mean, we were committed at that point. I know. That was I, the only way we could have got at them. Yeah, so, I mean, then they kind of circled around the mountain and came below us as they ran around the entire mountain and they had to come through a cut and they were at 500 and I'm like, okay, if they stop, I'm going to try to shoot and never stopped. I mean, they just, they didn't even think about stopping. They poured the coals to it. Yeah. No, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, they, they took off and, and, uh, we figured we watched, watched them go out of sight, like a couple miles away. And then we saw two of them like climb the other mountain side and, keep going all the way to the top and, and they were still running up that like they were galloping up that hill yeah i mean they were spooked and uh but the biggest one the one that was in velvet he was not with them all of a sudden he had split off and we're like what the world so we we're sitting there and uh we got a, we got a little camp jay here he's gonna be our friend and come behind us here Sammy. maybe maybe somebody who's watching can see them. <laughs> the stuff that's hanging out here um Anyways, uh, yeah, the, the one that we really wanted was not with him, so we're like, where did he go? And he still was, we thought, on our side. So we started after him in that direction. Well, he, cr he crested back over. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah we saw him. And we, I've seen him do that before. The Kind of came back in the, our direction. The big bull just split off and do his own thing. It, it makes, seems to make him feel, feel a lot safer. Right. Yeah, because they, they don't want to be in that same group. and So he was still on our side, but a long ways away. And uh, we watched him feed for a while. And eventually kind of turned and went over the hill, over the rise, so he was out of sight. And then the chase was on. We were down across, putting on miles, crossing some shale slides and stuff. And uh, we're I remember, like, we're going along the side there. <laughs> And all of a sudden, it just starts pouring. And, I mean, we're, we're trying to find him, but we're not seeing him anywhere. And uh, we're like, ah, oh, did he keep going around the mountain or what? And it starts raining, and it starts raining hard. Oh, yeah, driving sleet. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Nicole um, yells, what says Nicole? Is that the one? Is that is that him down there? He's down to our left, down kind of in the drainage. And you just see the top of his his rack and he puts his scope up and he's like that's him that's him and he's within shooting range yeah he was 220 yards at that point yeah something right like, in there and it's pouring rain <laughs> the camera stuff is getting wet we just like nobody has rain gear on no we're not prepared <laughs> for it and we're like we're grabbing our stuff i'm trying to put the bog pod down and get steady and keep the you know scope cleaned off from the rain and uh and i'm all over the place and finally <laughs> I start getting steady and just as i'm gonna squeeze he like takes off and runs down through the gully because these cows came and kind of i don't know if he's following them or what and he yeah definitely yeah he comes out of the the gully but he's facing away kind of climbing up the bank on the opposite side and and I'm like, oh, you know, my crosses are still all over the place. And finally, <laughs> I start getting steady on him. And uh, he just wouldn't present a shot. He was walking dead away from us the whole time. I know. <laughs> and the cows are just broadside, broadside. And finally, 
turns and he gives us a fairly good broadside and i oh i let it eat and <laughs> i just dump him and i mean you know there's no better feeling than oh sudden, when he like, just threw his head back and hit the dirt yeah it was awesome oh i we think we all felt that shudder <laughs> yeah we celebrate him like that's a stud you know and <laughs> we we're all really pumped up because now i mean we know we have two big caribou on the ground and um we you know then we walk over there and there's not many critters that I get to that are they get bigger as you you know yeah. get closer. But this <laughs> yeah. one definitely did. He he was more massive than I thought, and just big tops and uh, full velvet, which was really oh that cool. nice silver velvet up top. Yeah, I'm. We stripped the velvet off him now because you can't preserve it because it's just yeah, not the right place to do that. No, yeah, we're not no quite, freezers here. No, and and, so I have to. I'll have. Uh, Kanadi, who does all of our taxidermy stuff, um, PA, um, I'll have them put velvet back on it, yeah. which would be cool. For and he'll out. look at the pictures, color match it, you'll, it'll look better. But that was, yeah, that hunt I'll never forget. I mean, it was a stud, made a heck of a shot with the, <laughs> the browning. Yeah. Six, five, eight, and what was it, like 300? Yeah, you were, I think it was 303 when you shot. Just dumped him, and, and uh, we when we were cutting him up, you're like, man, the bullet just devastates oh, it goes in there gel. Just, yeah it shocks everything and we're using browning ammo on that too and it, i mean it just dumped him and uh it was <laughs> awesome so um yeah we then of course now we're fighting a light issue and trying yeah, to it was late. we're so far from camp we're like if we can get this thing cut up in a quick hurry we can get lee to come in here with the chopper pick up the the all the meat horns cape and stuff and fly it back and then pick us up and fly us all the way back to base camp and get our gear from our spike camp and try to get back to sleep in a little warmer environment with yeah. a hot hot shower and food. So <laughs> yeah. We were doing everything we could. I I mean, I I pulled out the outer edge and just started hacking. Oh, man. <laughs> we yeah, we, we did mission. good. Yeah, we had that thing. Half an hour? 27 about, minutes. Yeah, we just diced them up. <laughs> and, uh, and here come Lee and you know help you know sling him which is pretty cool to watch it was it's so cool to watch those horns fly out the valley yeah. i'm a little i was a little nervous when we you put your beautiful caribou horns in a net <laughs> up to a cable and off it goes with the meat but uh it made it back fine and and uh that was neat to see because i hadn't been ever with him when he slung something before so um yeah we got back uh that night got everything wrapped up and uh Nicole was pretty much checked out of the hunt at that point. She's like, I'm, I'm finished. I'm, she, she only had one more day, um, to stick around. And then we were, uh, we were going to head out sheep hunting. And then she was staying here at base camp and flying out the next day to head yeah. home. So that's what, that's what the plan was. Uh, next morning we got up and, um, kind of got our stuff together that day and, um, got ready for the, sh the sheep hunt the following day. So day six, we started sheep hunting again, and uh, going back up the same range we did the first day, looking for that ram that we had the history with, and um, we we did something kind of crazy. Instead of getting a helicopter to take all our gear up there and drop us off, we decided to walk all the way up there. <laughs> Not by my choice, but by Glenda. <laughs> she likes torturing me. <laughs> Gotta make you earn it. Yeah, and we earned it. I mean, we walked about five miles up the drainage. Um, Glenn helped, and we carried all of our 
you know, our camping stuff up there, tents, our food, you know, all our hunting gear, and set up our tents on a bench that we could kind of see up two different valley systems. And, you know, we're just hanging out there uh, after we got our tents set up and uh, took a little bit of a quick nap. Yeah. And well deserved nap. Yeah. Right, <laughs> we're beat from walking all the way up that big drainage and all that rock. And, uh, all of a sudden, uh, you come out of the tent. And you're like, "Hey, uh, you seen any sheep yet?" And Aaron's like, "Nope." And about a second later, it goes rams. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking he's pulling my leg because I'm like, "Yeah, There's I thought no he way was." He can say no, and then rams like seconds later. That simultaneously, and he was looking right over the top of my tent, and here's two rams coming right over the a low ridge, at the same level we were, and we're like, "No way." And I'm thinking, well, they can't be big ones yeah, because they're so close. It's and too so easy. Yeah, it's yeah. too easy. So we throw the spotting scope up, and um, one was a young ram, and the other one was a giant. And yeah. I'm like, is that him? And we're, like, trying to identify. I'm like, you know what? If if it isn't him, I don't care. It's still big enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a really mature ram. And he was broomed on his left side, but his other right side just big sweeping curl heavy all the way dark through. horned yeah, his, yeah his body was massive oh yeah he had a big pot belly on him and a suede back yep that was and i'm like let's go and uh so we dive off and down into the creek bottom and he's feeding along the the side hill and we get down in the creek bottom and we, we like had about 200 yards to kind of close yeah and we get up around just coming around the corner and we tested the wind once and it seemed pretty decent for us so we weren't going to blow them out of there. And we come around the corner, and there's Ram standing on the bank about, you said what, 300? Uh, 340 when we first saw him. He's like at 340. He's like, there he is. And so, you know, both Aaron and I just hit the deck. Aaron gets the camera ready. I throw down the, the bog pod right in the creek, in the water. <laughs> yeah. I'm laying on these rocks, and I got like steady up. I'm like, my crosshairs are on him, and I'm just waiting to squeeze the trigger. And... All of a sudden, Aaron's like, wait, wait, wait. And I, thank God for that little wait. Yeah. Because. Peek back all of, out. All of a sudden, you peek back out, and you're like, I don't think that's the ram. That's not the ram. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ready just to just all of a sudden somebody say, shoot him. And, uh, and then I start looking at him through the scope. I'm like, that's not him. Definitely that's not. not. The heavy one. And it's the younger one. And he's standing there right broadside like oh, perfect. Perfect shot. And the big one's nowhere to be seen, and the little one's looking down in the creek, like probably at him, but we can't see the bottom because the way the, the creek bottom drainage, you know, bent around the corner, he must have been down in that bottom. And our wind must have been blowing at that moment up that creek bottom, and next thing we know, them sheep were off to the races. Oh. And oh. that little one dove off there, and the next time we seen the big one, he was going up a shale slide and he was chewing up country oh my god he was covering ground <laughs> just lunging <laughs> oh yeah he was driving with all four and he was he was clearing the mountain and there was no i mean no way no shape form how we were going to catch up with him no so we just watched him clear the top that night and went back to our tents licking our wounds and like how did that just happen and we didn't get get that that ram shot so close so the next day we went looking for him 
it was foggy in the morning so it kind of fogged us out right away early and we climbed up this gig gigantic mountain that <laughs> vertical and it, it was raining and nasty weather and got all the way to the top it took six hours yeah six hours from the from bottom the tent to the, the tent. to the top <laughs> imagine walking it's six straight vertical i mean we we're climbing like two thousand feet yeah climb all rock all rock it's, and it's loose some of it's loose rock it's you know treacherous climbing it's not easy we get all the way to the top, and it's again, it's windy and raining and it's sleeting. And we look over the other side, expecting to maybe see the ram where they went. And instead, it's this giant fog bank, like closing in, like, and you can see not even 20 yards on the other Just side. Just a wall of weather. <sighs> Talk about depressing. Oh was, my God, that was a breaker. We, we just stood there, like, defeated. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I felt like, you know, my cameraman, I, I had some special quotes from him. He, <laughs> he gave us one right then and there. He's like, why would anybody pay to go sheep hunting? This is crazy. This like, is dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> and I'm like, I started actually feeling the same way at that point. Like, now that you mention it, yeah, it is kind of crazy. What are we doing up here? Oh. <laughs> yeah, just to to climb all that way, put all that effort in, just to turn around and walk all the way back to the tents, which isn't an easy proposition anyways. We had to shale slide or surf down a shale slide and walk through the slippery rocks all the way home. And we got back that night about 1030 at, at our tents at dark. Yeah. Beat. Yo. <laughs> Spent soaking wet from sweat and from rain. Crawled like had a mountain house where you know basically it's just you know food in a bag where you pour water in it and it rehydrates itself. Not the best <laughs> meal by any means. <laughs> yeah. You barely even taste it. You're eating so fast. I know. Just crawled in. <laughs> yeah, you eat. This guy eats two mountain houses a day, every night. That's crazy. And he's as small as he is. So <laughs> we crawl in the tent, soaking wet, frozen. I know it sounds miserable, but that's part of the, the sheep hunting experience, right? Somehow we're still smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I crawl in my, my bag, and, like, um, these guys were giving me crap because the tent we have, we just bought this year. It's like the Taj Mahal. So there's plenty of room after Nicole's gone. The Hilleberg Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we we stayed in that, or I, I slept in that, and I had to sleep in my wet clothes in my sleeping bag to help dry them out. I yeah. did that several times this week. Oh, that's the only way. Yeah, no, no other way because it's so damp and moist out there. There's just no way to, you know, dry your stuff out. You can't hang it up. Yeah, because it's going to rain again. And there's just so much moisture. So, yeah, just crawling in the sleeping bag in wet clothes, you know, never changed my socks. <laughs> Uh, it, I would, I couldn't even, by the end of this last week, I couldn't even stand myself. It, I was oh. so stinky. Yeah. Today's the first day I got a shower. And you still haven't got one. I still smell you. Yeah. I was close. <laughs> I was like this close to having a shower. So, yeah, we're defeated that day. The next day we wake up again to fog and like, so we can't go anywhere. And rain. It rained Neither, hard. And I don't think we could have, we could have went even if it was a bluebird day because we're so stiff and <laughs> sore from that, that climb. And, uh, so we, uh, we decided to. Um, wait and what that next day we what do we do that next day that was remember. the day we moved camp 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we walked up that drainage system. Oh, yeah, we checked it the first day, and then we moved camp. Yeah, we we decided to go up the other fork and look up, try to get around the backside of where them rams were and kind of check out some new country, and we got up there and glassed and didn't see much. But we did find a, a good camping spot up there that we could, you know, may possibly move our camp. So um, kind of put that in, and it was like a couple miles away up the drainage. So... The following day, that's when we moved camp, right? Yeah. Yeah, we we went back and packed all our camp up on our backs. About 100, I think my pack is close to 100 pounds, and, you know, moved their or spike camp up to this little plateau where we could get closer to the mountain so we didn't, yeah. you know, get all wore out before we even got to it. Yeah, and we woke up and we were in the game. Yeah. Up there. Yeah, and you could, yeah, we woke He could up. have popped up anywhere. So then that next morning after we got everything, so we kind of spent the day just kind of not even hunting, just moving our camp and stuff. So that following morning we woke up and we instantly started climbing to the top, which was, you know, straight up vertical through rock cliffs and stuff. <laughs> I was nervous as a cat on a hot tin roof because I hate heights. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, we, we climbed and... It took us how many hours to get up there? Ooh. Three or four, right? Yeah, I think we were four hours to where we were peeking over. We climbed to the top of the world, and I couldn't even look over the top. When we got up there, it was super cliffy. And Just was, a razor back. Oh, I know. We're, he's <laughs> up on a jagged, pointed edge looking over a sheer drop off and i i couldn't even peek over it It just gave me vertigo so i just stood (laughs) back there and i let these guys look over and and we seen some rams um there was four below us and we're thinking oh is that him that him and it turns out it was um some young rams yeah one the there was one nice one in there but he's only seven yeah good genetics but just too young beautiful ram most people would shoot that ram every day of the week yeah because i mean he's just beautiful curl dark horn but he was just thin yeah didn't carry his mass enough gonna be a good ram yeah absolutely it it still wasn't the the ram that we came for no and uh wasn't the one that we spooked out of the country the first night there so um we kept looking and uh we glassed and we stayed there all day on that on that peak and i saw one other young ram which was we figured the same young ram yeah that uh was with the big one that first night and we're like he's the big one's got to be there and we studied that area and sat there forever and he never showed himself and we're like you know he's just being a ram right yeah doing old ram stuff so we of course then at dark or close to dark started going back down towards their tents and uh, I don't know what's harder, going up or down in this country. They're they're definitely different. Your your legs burn going up, but your knees feel it on the way down. It's shaly and really, you know, rocky. We, that first part with the granite, yeah, it was, was hard to get down. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really watch your step up here. And then we finally got to the creek bottom, which was still tricky. Uh, we had to throw on our streamlights and our headlamps and get down the creek bottom, which is slip slippery and slick because of the water 
and it has some moss on the rocks. But we finally got back to camp, of course, in the dark. Almost cliffed out. When we got to that one tight spot, I'm like, oh, my God, if we have to go around this. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to climb back up oh, all around. That but would have been a crusher. We got, we finally got uh, in a good position and, and got back to to uh, to the tents that night, beat, tired. All to think, oh, get to go do it again. <laughs> so the next morning, which is now what day? I don't even know what day it is. Oh, that would have been after that day. Seven, eight, eight, nine. We can't even tell what day it is. <laughs> they kind of start to blend together. Yeah, just and big heights and long nights. So yeah, after that big climb to that vertical peak, we we decided we had to go and look in a different spot. So. Um, yeah, we woke up the next morning, and the, the four young rams are now above camp and had come over onto our side, but no sign of the big one. So um, is this yesterday? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, now we're down to the last day. Yeah. You know, and, and still haven't found us, so we're, we're like, he's this big ram has got to be in this one little drainage or up where we kind of climbed from. So we decided to go up through a different creek drainage, and we got up there and we saw a young ram, that that same six-year-old ram that was with the big one, but no sign of the big one again. Still holding our breath. We thought for sure he was going to be in that cut somewhere. Yeah, and it was always so much false hope this week. It's like, oh, there's a shooter. <laughs> and like then you look at him like, no, it's not a shooter. It's too young. And we climbed all the way up again to the top, and we got up there and hoping to to see, you know, on the last day, the last hour, the big one, and it, it just didn't develop. He, there was nothing there besides a you and a lamb. Yeah. No, we were hoping for the old Cinderella story, but. Man, and, you know, at that point, you just, you feel defeated, but it was still, you know, you're standing on top of a mountain just admiring, you know, and thinking about the week last week and a half that we had uh spending it up here chasing these critters in such a cool environment yeah it's just so neat and you know it, i always tell people a lot of times it isn't about the the animal you harvest that you remember it's about the adventure whether it's tough whether it's you know yeah it's about the storyboard or whatever that you went through um you know, the They're thoughts the hunts of, you remember. Yeah, the thoughts of your cameraman saying, This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's all that kind of thing that kinda of comes together and uh you know, we walked off the mountain that day. I felt which was yesterday, I felt satisfied that uh we had a great hunt, even though I did not put my tag on a ram, you know, those rams I'll be here next year. Yeah, um, we gave it ample effort. Right. It's not from lack of trying. <laughs> it was nice to uh to see Lee after we got to the yeah. tents, see Lee come in and pick sound. us up. So we didn't have to <laughs> we didn't have to walk all the way back to camp with the tents on our back, but and all, all our gear. But um, got back here, and I want to thank you, man. We had a f so much of a fun time up here. Oh, we had a great time. Yeah, it's uh, again, it's about the memories and the adventure that you make. Um, and oh, and that uh, that fox that we saw. Oh yeah, yeah. That was this really guy's cool. been. One thing, if you ever come up here and hunt and you get lucky enough to have this little, I call him. The pika. Yeah. He's like a little rodent. He buzzes around on the rocks in and out. So, <laughs> there's a little, there's a little, little rabbit, like 
creature that lives in these rocks. It looks like a gopher with no tail and they're pikas. And <laughs> they fly around here so much that I said, I told him he reminds me of a pika. <laughs> so he started making the pika noises and we started calling him pika. <laughs> so you can use that. That one's going to stick for sure. Yeah, and he's always looking down, not looking for sheep, because he's looking for fossils, which he did find three cool fossils. That was pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, we just, we had fun, man. It was it was a blast hunting with you. Oh, I, yeah, it was a pleasure. I I had a great time out here. And and we got two big caribou on the ground. And that's what it was about. Yeah, I mean, still a successful hunt. We Absolutely. didn't get the ram, but two, two great caribou and... We had fun every day, even when it was raining and our backs were sore, feet were sore. Still yep. managed to smile through it. Man, yeah, it's... Uh... And that makes a difference. I mean, that's that's what keeps a guy going every day. Right. You know, if you start getting down on yourself, and it's it's mentality that conquers these mountains, not muscle. No doubt. What's your what's up next? What We're leaving today. We're getting on the plane out of here. I'm going back to Minnesota. Uh, we're home for one day. We're heading to Kentucky chasing elk out there um again for the second year in a row and where are you going i'm going the plan's kind of fluid at this point uh gonna be sheep hunting somewhere with a caribou tag as well and and then you got moose hunters coming yeah and then one moose hunt after that my next hunter is gonna have a moose tag but he's not super jazzed on killing one so it'll probably just be a sheep caribou combo and then going into a moose caribou and you got some huge moose up here too some real giants world-class not only world-class sheep I mean, they're the genetics here are unbelievable for doll sheep. Um, but good management, monster mount caribou like you see us get again for the third year in a row, and uh, of course there's grizzlies, but you can't shoot them. <laughs> and then giant moose. I mean, so if you're ever looking like for a combo hunt, this is a great place to come because you you can get multiple tags and hunt multiple species on these combo hunts and uh have a hunt of a lifetime hopefully you don't have to do as much climbing i mean you got to be in sheep shape to go <laughs> yeah. up some of these hills but if i can make it i tell anybody they can they can do it for sure <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> but yeah man hey great chatting with you talking about this last couple weeks up up here and uh i can't wait to the next time we get to go hunting together buddy. oh me too i appreciate it yeah It's a great time, Pat. Well, we're signing off here at Canola Outfitters and NWT.